Welcome back to Two Can't Keep a Secret, your favorite Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. My name is Jay, and I am here with the amazing genius with a J, AJ Norris. How are you, AJ? I'm an actual genius, so. <laughs> actual genius? No, that's not how it works. <laughs> we don't do homonyms. <laughs> Wait, is that what it is? Sure what is it okay you know what i don't care we already knew i was stupid we've been new the world didn't <laughs> listen we know aj can't read and i lost my brain this week so it's like maybe we're, we're having a good time it's halloween weekend. nothing needs to make sense what you do this halloween weekend um i so i met up with some friends who have a little kid Ooh. and we went to the farmer's market and Ooh. at the farmer's market they did some trick-or-treating and if any kids came in costume, they uh, they got a little, some candy. And um, yes, I was one of three adults dressed up. Listen. Like, how do you go trick-or-treating with a child and not also dress up? That's weird behavior, I believe, to be honest with you. Um, like, it like really every was. Every sitcom you watch, you see the children go trick-or-treating and the adults are, are also wearing costumes. Either that or like they let their kids go trick-or-treating by themselves. And I'm like, is this a pre-9-11 thing? But also when I was like, mm, no, when I was a kid, I was allowed to go trick-or-treating by myself. Oh, I was not. But I also lived in like a white suburban neighborhood. I also did not do that. <laughs> like, like I'm going to be real. Like there were like everyone was watched. Like people were trick-or-treating like in people's driveways. There were so many adults around and we knew everybody. So like mm. that was sort of why we were allowed to. And like mm. we weren't allowed to until we were like 10. Like it wasn't like we were mm. like five-year-olds going around by ourselves. Yeah. Although maybe that should be the rule. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh. <laughs> I don't know why I said it, honestly. Quite uh, honestly. Like, as soon like, as I said like, it, I was like, actually, that's a terrible idea. And I, I was questioning your judgment. I do that all the time you know what <laughs> um so aj yeah. what's up i know that this episode uh touches on the subjects of suicide of homicide yes. Yes. um i just want to give all of our listeners a warning um at this point for the rest of the show moving forward um we will be talking mm -hmm. about homicide we will be talking about suicide we'll be talking about mental health possibly mm -hmm. eating disorders we'll be talking about police and police stupidity like all of these things just expect it from this episode onward like pretty little liars is full of this um and i just want to make sure that everybody knows that without giving any spoilers expect these topics to come up we will try to give warnings when it is the major theme of the episode um mm -hmm. we did forget last week and i apologize for that but this episode does talk a lot about suicide. So I want to make sure that we put that warning out there. I agree with your sentiment. But I also remembered, because um, behind the scenes stuff, we were supposed to record Thursday. We're not recording on Sunday. Um, 
Yeah. On Thursday, I was ready to come and be like, is Pretty Little Liars getting good? And now I'm like. <laughs> you thought about it. <laughs> you thought about it and you were like, we can't have nice things. <laughs> but you know. Would Jay like this show if it was good? There's a possibility. I, th- I think you like good quality shows. And also garbage. <laughs> And we can have a plethora of likes and dislikes. Yeah, you know. We are complex Like me, our taste is (laughs) non-binary. Yes, like. Okay, we're getting too deep for this show. This show is very deep. I I, I believe wholeheartedly uh, with all my heart and soul. Like, this show is a deep show with some of the people in the background. Comma, but based on what the product they push out, they're like, you know what, we don't need to go deep. Is it a deep show or are you projecting your deepness onto the show? I see qualities of the show wanting to go deep. And then I see uh, the studio or um, the network was like, no, this is a teen drama. I also think that you're giving too much credit to the writers. I think also the writing is not consistent enough for them to go as deep as they might want to go. And they have so many ideas that they just want to make sure all the ideas get in. And then they forget to go deep on the ideas that they actually had. Jay, I'm a shallow bitch, so I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't be. You're saying. You might not know how to read, but you are a man of words. Listen, and I lose them often. And with that, (laughs) shall we get into this week's episode? Let's get started, baby. All right. So this week we are covering season one, we episode five. Nope, season two, episode five. <laughs> season one is behind us. If you want to hear, this is going to be a good episode. <laughs> uh, season two, episode five, it is called The Devil You Know. Ooh. And that comes from the phrase, uh, it comes from a phrase which is Better the devil you know than the devil you don't. And I disagree. Why? Um, that, that this is what this episode about. Oh, I was like, yeah. no, I, I'd rather deal with something bad happening that I can anticipate than something I can't expect. I'm talking about the show as a whole, the episode overall. <laughs> Especially considering, and um, we're going to get more to this. Uh, <laughs> the whole dealing or not dealing with a situation and I (laughs) yeah so let's start because the episode really does start there where the girls have like the next day or a few days later um and they're Mm -hmm. at school talking about Ian's death and talking about whether or not Ian would was a man who wanted to kill himself Mm -hmm. because things don't really add up here now we do Mm -hmm. If you do remember, in previous episodes, we saw Ian giving things away, and it said to his mom, but supposedly his aunt is his only relative he's in touch with, so Mm -hmm. that was either a problem with the writing, or um, perhaps he calls his aunt his mom. We're not going to get into it, but just to show that, like, they don't even have the basic details of Ian's character, like, fully developed. or at least they're not comma, but if I was the mom, also I'd like forget about the character Ian. Also fair. 
<laughs> and it is very common for people before they die by before they attempt suicide or die by suicide um to start giving away personal possessions mm-hmm. um sometimes with reason sometimes without um but just so that there's less physical things to have for people to worry about once that person has passed um yeah. but otherwise he seemed really happy he had recently gotten married he um and melissa are expecting a child um why would he want to kill himself why would he want to die by suicide and our core four are ready to move on with their lives and forget about it or Mm. at least three of them are Mm -hmm. uh but emily's like none of this makes sense like i have a picture i took of the suicide note and they're like why did you take this picture she's like because we're being tortured (laughs) (laughs) correct um and she's like it just doesn't make sense and the other girls are like we need to leave it alone uh what's your first thoughts on this you you should not leave anything alone like like i disagree full-heartedly um i feel like i've been banging the drum for it um a is a menace to society especially to you girls which y'all need it's not going to stop now that um a dead ian showed up (laughs) Like, yeah. is, is, is that Ian traumatizing? Seeing that? Yes, very much so. That is, <laughs> I don't know how I would react to seeing something like that. Uh, yeah. But with that being said, um, I understand the want to put it behind you, but this situation is not at all behind you. And I feel like you're just being willfully naive to think that. Right. At the very least, get the ring part of the situation figured out. Like, because like, you know A was involved with that. What else might A have been involved in? Uh, also. Yeah. Also, A is a scary figure. Like, A is a very threatening figure. You can't just ignore A. A already tried to kill one of you. And um, Multiple if times. things are going the way they want us to believe it, which I don't think it is, A killed Ian. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> this is a threat well, to the person. So I don't think... People. They're trying to get us to believe that A, well, I guess they did in they did. in the way that Ian- You know, I don't believe it, but you know. Was shoved on the clock tower or slipped on the clock tower yeah. and was hung in the ropes. Yes. And strangled to death. Correct. That's, I believe in that way, they're trying to say like A pushed him and that's mm-hmm. what they're trying to get us to believe. Yeah. And then A planted the body. Correct. You don't believe that A was the one in the clock tower now. Correct. Or someone working with A. I, I think I Ben said I thought um no con was in the uh, clock tower that night. Okay. But you've also said Which pause. Which well pause. We'll get down to later, but it also could have been Mike um in the clock tower, but who knows? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> who knows was in that who was in that cloud tower yeah and at this point everyone has a black hoodie and and, and i think my, my biggest thing at least for a hot minute about a is why would a want to help any of these girls but and- also remember that ian's body is like like he's a like i'm a big person he's taller than me and probably about as wide as i am yeah so like he's probably like 200 pounds so you have to remember, can Mike or Noel Khan move 200 pounds potentially by themselves? Noel Khan, I think so. 
but like not just lifting, not like deadlifting, but also like dragging and quickly. Like what? What sports? Do, don't call plays. What sports? Lacrosse, does he play? I believe. Oh, lacrosse. I don't know nothing about lacrosse. I know about football. <laughs> right. I, he, I think he's also on the football team. Oh, see, I, I don't know what position he like. He gets me wide receiver energy. Um, <laughs> I just, I just think like it had to have been more than one person logistically to move the body that quickly. Like I, I, I think there is a way because I'm, I'm gonna be 100 honest. I'm not um a fan. Well, pause. I don't believe that the Rosewood Police Department is like the best and brightest in the country. Um, okay, that's fair. So, so I can see like the person like you know, maybe dragging the body to the nearest closet and then like. Okay, you know what? You made a good point. You made a good point. Yeah. Not sure about their investigative skills. Um, not, like there's so only one cop of, I believe in, and it's the black FBI lady that I have not seen since that one episode she was in. Yeah. Speaking of the police, Garrett Reynolds shows up. Officer Reynolds, Officer Garrett, Officer Garrett. and uh, he tells the girls that Ian's been dead was dead for a week before they found his body. So the girls come to the conclusion that whoever was texting Melissa, it was not Ian. So Melissa was being set up, which was. I'm, I didn't want to say I told you so. No, I'm, I'm not going to lie, Jay. I felt a lot of times this episode. I was like, man, I told these people so. I, was, you know, I felt I very also, this episode. I did write down like, damn, AJ got a lot of this right. <laughs> and I don't know if it means that like you're a psychic or you're like a genius or like you're just really in the mindset of like a shitty teen drama writer. <laughs> I do think, Jay, and I'm not going to lie to you, I think I will be an actively good teen drama writer. I think you would. But because, like, you would think of things like Maya is a ghost. And you wouldn't be afraid to go there. Like, like here's the thing, right? I, this is what I need to do. I need to spend, like, a few years working on um, a bunch of conventional, somewhat successful um, teen dramas. And then I need to have one, like, really successful one that I'm part of. So that way there's a studio or a um, company that's willing to take a risk on me and be like, you know what, AJ? You can do this one. Uh, we don't need much um, oversight. And then I go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Or just like Mary Rich. You know what? Pause. That is always option number one. Mary Rich. <laughs> or like, you know what? You know who might be willing to fund you? Mike White. I don't know about that. <laughs> Mike White, if you're listening, we have some yep. wacky ideas. I think I think and Michael, if you're willing think, to put your name on the emoji yes. movie you should put your name on this because this will be better than the emoji movie I can make fun and compelling television at least eight episodes yeah so <laughs> hire AJ that's all I got I mean, baby. <laughs> Hello, um, thank I, you <laughs> yeah so Mike White that's our pitch okay so that's how we start our show it's just a bunch <laughs> of like questions and no answers and that's what this episode is going to be about, is seeking those answers. Especially from one character. Oh. Yeah. Because um, the other one have other issues. Well, <laughs> so let's start with Spencer. Because Spencer, we're going to go to her home, and Melissa is, okay. is there, and she's on the couch, and she's, like, despondent. She's not talking to anybody, understandably. Yeah. Um, yes. Reporters are calling the house non-stop trying to bother the family yes and her mom and Spencer sees her mom and her mom's like we cannot stop these reporters from calling like 
Correct. I'm losing my mind. And Veronica Hastings is usually a very well put together woman. Yes. So the phone rings and Spencer answers it. And she basically <laughs> says, why don't you take your questions, shove them up your ass and fuck off. And it turns out that the caller is Spencer's grandmother. Not her gam gam. <laughs> I mean, we've all, we've all been there or we have a bad day. We're like, what do you want? I mean, I haven't been there, but like, I assume. <laughs> um, like, pause. 100%. Like, I was just um having fun with my, I remember this one time. I was just having fun out and about with my friends. I answered my mom's phone call and I was like, yeah, what's up? And she was like, now who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> I was like, ah, I messed up. Yikes. <laughs> Oof, AJ, not good. And, and, and Jay, that was just a yeah, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spencer basically told her grandma to F off. Yeah. Um, they would be hold, holding a whole nother funeral if that was the case. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Um, and it and so Spencer then finds out that mm-hmm. the only family that Ian has is his aunt. And mm-hmm. he doesn't want anything, she doesn't want anything to do with the situation. And Spencer's mom says she doesn't want to get involved. Um, and her dad is like, why don't we just turn him over to the county? And this makes Melissa mm. also upset. Like, um, like, and Spencer offers. I'm, 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 I'm going to be honest with you, Jay, right? I also was not on team Paris at this point in time. Okay. Like. I, I, I like and, and like I, I'm fully 100 coming at this at the point of I've seen Melissa spiraling for the past four episodes. This woman is not well or okay, and I was like, like this funeral is the least thing that can like help her out. And I and I do think like she's like, oh, my um, former husband was a monster and stuff like that. He murdered someone. I didn't want to believe it, but I felt like she really needed that. <laughs> like just just like some closure. I agree. However, having been in a situation where a family member died and we did not have enough money necessarily yes. to have a funeral, funeral costs are so expensive and mm-hmm. it is thousands of dollars that they basically have to put forward to have a basic funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't even have a plot for the body at this point in time. Like, yeah. holy shit. Tony just found a bug and it's massive. Oh, that's the Eating it, I hope. Um, <laughs> oh my God, that's disgusting. I'm so sorry. Well, I was, I would say, um, monetarily, and you, you can push back on me. Like, it's fine. I'm, I'm not uh, solid on this point. I, I feel like the Hastings are, if not, I want to say are not strapped for cash because I don't believe they're strapped for cash. But I also do believe like they do have a country club membership that they do not need right now. Sure. I, I also think that like asking like, I, someone like, to sh- put forward five to $10,000 minimum unexpectedly, regardless of the amount of money. It's not like, I think like it is a conversation to be had. I don't think this was the right way or place to have the conversation. Well, well, because um, Mr. Hastings and Veronica Hastings, they were just, just having like, it no. out in front of Melissa. They, they weren't even having it out. They were just like, no, this ain't happening. <laughs> we ain't here right. for this. And I'm like, y'all ain't even having a conversation. Y'all shut this down. 
Yeah. And Spencer basically says we should have a funeral for him. It's the least that we could do. No one else is going to have it. And Mrs. Hastings is pretty much is like, you know what, that's very nice of you to say that and perhaps we'll reconsider. And they decide to have the funeral for Ian. I'll keep it a buck with you, Jay. Um, Spencer should not have as much sway as she does at home. <laughs> I'm shocked that she had any sway at all. <laughs> I agree. Like I am, I was flabbergasted if that is a word that we still use. I respect the word. Um, because first of all, the amount of times that she's hurt her sister, I think like her parents saw like, this is something nice that you want to do for your sister. Okay, fine. But like, I was... you're asking your, like, she, she's not like buying her sister flowers. She's asking her parents to pay for and host a funeral for Rosewood's most hated. Yes. And like that is a huge thing to ask, and they're just like, well, okay. pause for Rose Roos must hate it. And I know I'm skipping a little bit, um, but we'll get more there later on. There was a lot of people to show up to that funeral. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was. <laughs> I have notes actually. Um, <laughs> this time I actually took pretty good notes of like people in the background, and I was like, this is worth exploring. I do want an update. I do want to update everybody that was worried about Santony and the bug. Um, it is a spider the size of a baby's fist. Ooh. And she's just chomping away, but not eating it. And like, if I have to take this out of my house, there will be no more podcasts. I will simply pass away. Understood. <laughs> Understood. Um, so after <laughs> Spencer volunteers her parents' money to make her sister feel better. Correct. Because God forbid she does something of her own. Caleb decides to visit Hannah's house to check Please in on her and see how she's doing because he also knows that she was there when the body was found. Yeah. At this point, the whole town knows. Yeah. Um, and Hannah is still pretty snappy with Caleb. We'll pause. The whole town knows. And I feel like there's not enough people questioning why the girls were there, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> I mean, it's a very good point. Caleb didn't <laughs> ask, why were you there? Yeah. Um, but she realizes... Again. She realizes that Hannah is, or that Caleb is sincere, like he genuinely cares about her. He's not just doing it to like be polite or get information out of her. And I don't care about that man's sincerity. His man can take that sincerity and stuff it up his butt. Okay. Uh, I, I have my feelings in the You know, <laughs> you know who was really actually very worried about, about Hannah? Ashley. Ashley Marin is so concerned. And honestly, it was really refreshing to see like one of the parents like react with like, what the fuck? Why didn't you answer the phone? Where have you been? I'm really worried about you. Mm -hmm. And they have this really touching heart to heart where Ashley basically says like this past year, every time you don't answer your phone, I'm worried about you. Every time you come home late, I'm worried about you. Like, mm -hmm. One of your best friends died. Like, that's not something to joke about. And mm -hmm. I, like, you could be in danger at any moment. And I, it's, it's hard for me to live like this. Like, we need to have yes. a better relationship, better communication. I and think. Caleb overhears all of this too, which is just like, weird. Like, homie needs to leave. <laughs> yeah, like, know, like know your cues. When Ashley gets there, you don't need to be there. Yeah, I'm I'm gone. 
I gotta go. And Ashley kind of also is like, why are you in my house? Because like, even though she's like good with with uh, Caleb right now, mm-hmm. she's like, I didn't know you were gonna be in my home. And like, honestly, like good, you should be concerned about like who is in my home and why. Correct, I agree, I agree. Um, no, but this is really touching from Ashley. It, yeah, it, it was really it nice to see one of the parents being so caring about their child. Um, so then we're going to move on to our favorite pair of characters. Aria oh. is at Hollis. Hmm. Okay. And she's sitting on Ezra's desk. Yes. Um, I got excited. I got so excited. And she's updating him about, you know, everything that happened and how scary it was to see Ian's body. She'd never seen a dead body before. And it's like this, supposed to be this like moment of him comforting her. But they are not as alone as they think. Because someone is listening from outside the door. Who is it? It is the one, the only Jack A. Baby. And who did you say was going to show up in this episode? It's going to be Jackie, baby. She is she here to is, get your favorite pedal fired. She <laughs> is there. Um, and she is kind of like questioning, like, what should she do? You can see her body language is kind of hesitant. Yes. And then she decides to like go in, go in and be like, hey, what's up? And she calls Ezra Z, which first of all, like, weird. Um, uh, so you know I'm a man of nicknames. I do. Uh, at one point in time, my nickname was ZZ. Your nickname was Z? ZZ. Like ZZ Top? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, you it's know, a fun story. I learn more about you every day. Baby. Um, it, it's, it's, a fun, it's a funny and short story. Um, one day uh, when I was playing baseball, when I played baseball when I was younger, uh, I just like lay down on second base. And I was just louder and they're like, yeah, are you sleeping? Amazing. <laughs> and then I got to the <laughs> that is really funny. Stop. Yeah. Uh so not only were you not reading, you were also not playing sports. Oh I, I was <laughs> iconic. I pause. I, I do have a couple of embarrassing um uh, baseball stories, but those are for different days. Okay. So. <laughs> um so yeah, she calls Ezra Z and she's like, hey Z, um, I just wanted to let you know that you can't actually have the lecture hall because the psychology department actually needs it. Sorry. Oh, you're uh, Byron's daughter, aren't you? And Ari is like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ezra introduces her as a former student. And Ari is like kind of caught off guard because she wants him to start you know acknowledging that like their relationship is not just that he was her teacher but maybe they're friends uh and so there's like this awkward interaction Mm -hmm. jackie leaves and then ari and ezra have a conversation about how you know she was so glad that he took this job at hollis because maybe they could be more public about a relationship of any kind to which i say no no no, like, all right, this is still illegal. <laughs> this is still not loud. This is not okay. You are still a child. And like, it may not be illegal to be friends with a former teacher, but it sure is weird when you're still in high school. Like, like, here's the thing, right? Like, 
this girl was sitting on this man's desk and he was caressing her thigh. Yeah. That's not friendship. Like, that's what Jackie <laughs> came in on. That's not. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh. so. Disgusting. I can't wait till she gets this man fired. And, and let me tell you something, Jackie. I have been, got my hopes up and they fell many times in this episode. I have faith in Jackie. I feel like she's not going to let us down. I feel like she don't know how to um, go about this, this situation, but I feel like she's going to come through. How many episodes until she comes through? Define come through. <laughs> That's what I'm asking, basically. It's like, how is she going to come through? Is she going to get Ezra fired from Hollis? Is she going to get Byron in on the situation? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I say the uh, mid-season finale. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yes. And what is she going to do? Uh, I'm going to say the, the um, penultimate mid-season finale. She's going to confront Byron and be like, yo, this ain't chill, this ain't okay. And like, he's already been warned by his other friends, like, yo, this ain't okay. Um, and then he's like, I'm going to have to go away before this blows up. <laughs> um, so the episode then, before uh, the season, the mid-season finale. No, no, no. It, no, that's when the confrontation happens. But she follows through, I'm um, going through um, the higher-ups, um, like with the information that she has. But, she, but, but she's like, I, I cared for you at one point in time. You were my boot thing. We were almost engaged at one point in time. But, so I'm letting you know this one was going down. And this is going to be in this season? Uh, yes, this season. Okay. I just want to make sure because you said the penultimate season finale. And no, I was like, penultimate mid-season. Like, because, you know, they go break for winter and stuff. And right, right, right. But I was just making sure you didn't mean, like, the penultimate season. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Like. I want Ezra gone as soon as possible, but I understand this is uh, a lot of episodes. <laughs> we got a lot to get through. Um, and Emily does too, because she has decided to help her mom hey. with some, some uh, errands. She's going to go pick up a package from Speed Demon Express, which apparently mm-hmm. is a mailing place. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I will not trust the Speed Demon Express. Yeah, no. It's like a weird FedEx, but not FedEx. Um, and the worker looks familiar. And eventually she identifies him by a picture on the wall. Oh, yes, Christina Lee. Logan Reed. <laughs> no, there's a Christina Lee right beside him. I was like, you know, yeah. Christina. <laughs> um, and it turns out that Logan Reed. Pause. <laughs> Jay, oh, I, I, our third minority character in the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Christina is Asian American. I was like, a minority. <laughs> but we don't even see her in person, so I don't know if she counts. <laughs> I'm grasping at straws, at straws people. <laughs> Listen, we got to get it where we can. And so Logan Reed, yes. where does she know Logan Reed from? Because it's not school. Oh, 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 guess what? Y'all won't get this. Um, last season, he was the one that was picking up the money uh, for eight. Ian. Yeah, for Ian. For Ian. For Ian. Yes, yes, yes. Because they were trying to catch Ian being A. Yeah, the episode where uh, Spencer, well, more Melissa ended up in the hospital. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, so she realizes that maybe she's found somebody who could identify A if obviously Ian isn't A. Correct. And that's her theory right now is that A was not Ian because obviously A killed Ian. Do we like Sue Family? What? Do we like Sleuth and Emily? Do we still like Emily? No, do we like Sleuth Emily? Detective Emily. Emily. I think it's a little out of character. 
Correct. <laughs> I think her wanting to find answers, sure, but she's very much the kind of person who typically she'll sulk and do as she's told before she goes and breaks rules on, like breaks others' expectations on her own. Like, here's the issue, right? This is full-heartedly um, Spencer's character. Like, this is a Spencer move to do. This is like what Spencer would. But do. I think Spencer was too close to the situation, right? Like Spencer. No, I, I just, I just think they like, um, yo, we got a lot going on for Spencer, and Emily's doing nothing this episode. <laughs> but I think also, like, it does make sense why Spencer isn't investigating, simply because she, like, her own personal trauma is tied up in this. Her, and for her, Spencer, her trauma has been tied up into it. Like, but like for Spencer, like it makes she it does make sense that like she would rather just accept that Ian like the easy answer and move on. Because maybe then she can work on becoming valedictorian, steal a couple more essays from her sister, have life go back to normal. Mm-hmm. And I think Emily. Like, I understand that she might want answers. It does seem a little out of character for her to go sleuthing in the extent that she does. Well, pause. I'll I'll also push back. I would say, like, maybe to the extent that she does, but I would say if I had to rank the girls of sleuthiness, I would put uh, Emily number two. I would put Hannah at number two. I'm just glad we Hannah might not be good at it, but (laughs) Hannah would do it. And my, my reasoning for that is Emily, when Aria was making a fake Facebook to friend Jackie. Yes. Um, Emily was like, mm, maybe you shouldn't do it. And Hannah was like, go ahead and do it. For Like the consequences will come later. Here's how you fake someone out. Here's how you stalk somebody on, on Facebook. Like, mm-hmm. or the website is what they called it. But like, Either way, like Hannah has the social credibility and she's willing to break into buildings to like sneak, to like steal uh, therapist files. Like, I just think that like Hannah's more committed to finding answers, even if she goes about it in the not smartest way. You know what? Uh, I agree with everything you said up until the point where you said she's the most committed to finding answers. I will say everything that she's done, she would do prompted by someone else. Like she is not going to go do this on her own. I do feel very similarly about Emily. Correct. Sure, sure. Yes, 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 yes. Like, and I do think like um, Hannah would be like more willing to get down and dirty, like um, take justice to her own hands, um, sort of say, than Emily would. Yeah. Uh, But. Yeah, I, I, w- I would have more faith in um, Emily. In yeah, the, I think Emily would be more thorough and careful. Yes. Um, but Spencer is definitely the number one sleuth. Correct. Spencer is number one. <laughs> but <laughs> Spencer isn't going to be sleuthing on this one. She's actually at home with her family. Um, and Veronica Hastings, her mom, apologizes to her and says, I know that you are a really caring person. You've been Mm -hmm. working really hard this year Mm -hmm. and you have so much ahead of you. And 
I can't imagine the horrible trauma that you've been through. And I don't ever want to be in a position where I choose not to trust you again. Um, because I know that you are a person of integrity and wanting to help your sister by burying Melissa or burying Ian, not burying Melissa, Hmm. um, by burying Ian for Melissa and Spencer, like you can just sort of see the guilt on her face. <laughs> like Spencer's main thing, innocent is not one of them. Uh, because we, you know she did uh, with the ring. Uh, but with that being said, I, I, I was like, I I appreciate Veronica. I appreciate her a lot. I feel like she's over apologizing. Uh, I feel like she she does not need to apologize for all she's apologizing for. <laughs> Because, especially because I was like, yeah, when you like see the stuff that Spencer was saying, like some of that stuff was wild and like would not make any sense. Right, <laughs> like, like it happened to be true. Yes, it happened to be true, but like. But it did not make any sense. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and um, she also tells uh, Spencer that Ren called to see how they're doing. And, you know, Peter, her husband, Mr. Hastings, would have hung up immediately. Same but she's I. glad that Ren checked in, um, especially since he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think we're sort of starting to see a reckoning from season one of the parents not having so much involvement in their daughter's lives. Do you think that because of all of this, they're going to be a little bit more involved? Or do you think they're just going to return to their own ways in a couple episodes? Well, here's the thing. And I... I... I would say maybe this is a true statement for Veronica uh, and um, Veronica's husband too. I, I think that is a 100% fair, valid statement to make to them. I feel like all the other parents have like tried to get involved with their, and the girls have been very much blocking them out. Yeah. Yes. I now, think so. Now, 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 with that being said, I do think um, Veronica and her husband have been the weakest of it. And like, I do think they will be trying to get involved more. And I think Veronica will be harder to block out than the other parents. <laughs> yeah, I also think that like they've been trying to get involved, but unfortunately they can only get involved with information that they know. And they're missing a huge piece of this puzzle, which is A. So like how are they supposed to take but like be there and fully take care of their daughters and keep them out of trouble when they don't even know about A? Uh, which is why the girls should tell them about A. <laughs> but we've also seen that like A can do some pretty allegedly horrible things and maybe they don't want their parents to get hurt, which like is fair, but also like they're adults. Like, listen, they don't take care of themselves. Like, <laughs> like let me tell you something. I feel like if uh, the eight parents were involved and knew about A, I feel like A would become a lot more powerless. I do believe so, yeah. Yes. Um, but I don't think they're going to do that anytime soon. No, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> like, let me tell you something, Jay. I would not be surprised if parents never find out about A in all seven seasons. <laughs> that would be incredible and a lot of yeah. work. For A? For the girls. Oh. <laughs> because the more people that know about A, the harder it is a secret to keep, right? I guess so, but like I feel like um the people in the past who found out about A, like uh Mona, they just um like was like oh, rubbed it off as like oh this is an anonymous person and telling me a secret of yours or something like that. Yeah, that's true. 
mm-hmm. but depending on the extent of how things go. Fair enough. Um, so Emily decides, yes. speaking of A, to go and read through all of the old messages from A, mm-hmm. um, as well as Ian's suicide letter. And she notices a pattern. Mm-hmm. Most of the letter is made up of phrases that came from texts they, they received from A. So it's almost like A wrote the suicide note. I'm gonna be honest with you, I did not like this. I did not like this. <laughs> um, and Emily actually gets a text from A that says, hey M, is it just me? Or does the suicide note look familiar from A? And so it's not just her own theory. A is literally saying like, take a look, that looks familiar, um, it was mm-hmm. me. What are your thoughts? Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Before I give you my thoughts, did we skip an A message? Did we? Um, the one that A sent Spencer, or is that later on in the episode? I think that's later on. Ah, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, my bad. So what good. I think, okay, what's the A message again that I need to get my thoughts on? Um, hey, M, doesn't that suicide note look a little familiar? A. Again, I, I I didn't like this. I didn't like this plot point. I didn't. I feel like this was a stretch at best. And this is I'm talking about Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a stretch. Uh, I like it'll be one thing, right? If like each of the each um of the lines of sentences were like a form of a message, but it wasn't. It was like we just just bits and pieces. And a has sent a bunch of messages. <laughs> yeah. Like like honestly, Jay. There is a non-zero chance if I go through our text messages, I can pick out that same um, letter. Yeah, and like some of it was like, like, like they'll never believe me. They'll never believe you or whatever. It's like a generic phrase. Yeah. I'm like, sure it was in the message. And like, but like, why would a, like does a is it because the a wants them to know it was from a like I, I'm, I'm gonna be a buck with you about a me a me and you this is our hard heart what's your angle what what, what are you doing this for like right, i'm like, confused what's <laughs> like what's the point and like also there were easier ways to make a suicide note mm-hmm. like that was convincing but also it looked like it came from a if you yeah. knew who a was for example capitalize every a Mm-hmm. Or capitalize the A and Ian. Yeah. <laughs> that that would be more ooh. Like, like I'll it's, it's easy, it's simple. And it uh, puts the freak out of them. Like instead of Emily who's like currently on one. Uh, <laughs> right. Like Emily must have like not slept for like three days straight to finally put this together. Yes. Because that's how dumb <laughs> it is. Very. <laughs> Um, by the way, it was earlier, the Spencer text, um, a Texas Spencer, would mommy hug a thief? Tell the truth, Spence, or you'll get that ring when you least expect it. That was exciting. That one, like, will lie to you. I'm like, Ooh, now now you're on the timer. (laughs) Now you're on the timer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) a also threatened to out Spencer, uh, about the ring. Yes. If she doesn't tell her mom or if she doesn't tell Melissa, it's not clear, but she has to tell somebody. See, here's the thing. At the time, I thought she was talking about her mom. My ch- opinion did change. Uh, comma, but uh, 
I feel like no matter who she told, um, the relationships are going to be impacted. Like either way, Melissa's going to find out, right? Like, yeah, it's not a good situation. Yeah, and so while Emily is conducting her research, Spencer is researching rings, trying to find one that she can afford. Um, and, and, like, and Jay, I've never um, searched for an engagement ring. Um, I, I was like, are engagement rings really that expensive? So let's do a test. I just Googled engagement ring. Yes. To be clear, on the show, when Spencer's looking at similar engagement rings, mm-hmm. they cost about $10,000. Yeah. I just Googled engagement ring. Yes. Granted, I'm in the Midwest. Mm. I want to I know, what is the yes. estimate that you expect the most expensive one to be on the side of my page? I would say the most expensive? I would say $13.99. Okay, $13.99, like $1,399. The most expensive. Okay. So there are nine options on the side of my page. The most expensive is $2,085. But but pause. That's still less than a quarter of what was on that screen. Correct. (laughs) Correct. Um, So like, I don't know if Spencer is that smart because she does not know how to... (laughs) She like... Is she trying to find like the same the same carrots, whatever? Because like guaranteed, Melissa isn't like getting that ring checked out when she finds it, if it looks the same. Mm-hmm. So even if it's lesser quality with the diamonds or the gold, like she should be able to find a, a fake to help her out until she can find a better one at least for like yeah. two thousand dollars or less. I agree. So. Uh, so that's just me. That's just me. Yeah. So. Spencer's supposed to be the smart one. She's proving day by day that maybe her research <laughs> skills are not <laughs> what they were before A to be generous. And that is generous. Um, yeah. So now we're going to find out what happens with Mike. Mike Montgomery. So last... Mike middle name Montgomery. He, he deserves his bill name, you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so last week, if you missed it uh or if you don't remember we find out that mike has not been hanging out with his friends and they haven't seen him in a couple weeks mm-hmm. where and he blackmails aria um well this week we see mm-hmm. a black hooded figure trying to break into jason de Laurentiis's home yes and jason opens the door and it turns mm-hmm. out surprise it was mike the old what what yeah, so Jason goes to Arya and he's like, and she's like, like, thank you for not calling the cops. Which, like, what are the cops going to do? <laughs> like, I, like, I was like, honestly, looking at Jason, I thought, you don't seem like an A-cab person. Then I was like, oh, you weren't there with Jason, that's why. <laughs> but also, like, maybe you didn't call the cops because, like, we know Jason has weed in that house. Fair. And we know that because, like, that's one of the three things we know about him. Correct. Correct, correct. Um, and Jason says that he's fed up with the cops because, you know, they've been messing up his sister's case and, like, they've been all over him. And also, like, he dealt with the cops enough when he was Mike's age. And he's also, like, 
Mike knows he's been caught. He knows, like, he knows that he's, like, kind of in trouble now. And that's more important than him getting in trouble with the law. Isn't Jason supposed to be, like, a lawyer? Like, lawyer-esque. I think he was, like, in law school, maybe. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe he dropped out. Maybe he is a Joseph um, BB24 lawyer. <laughs> that's no shade of Joseph either. That's no shade of Joseph. You know I love Joseph. I was like, that, it feels like you're shading Joseph. <laughs> that, that's not shade to Joseph. Um, it feels I don't think like he, shade to Joseph. Because I don't think he's finished yet. Like, I don't, that's what I was saying. I was like, I don't think he finished. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. That, that's what I was saying. <laughs> um, like, he's not a Xavier who's like a practicing attorney. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> yes. Um, but also, like, he's kind of flirting. Are it, like, Jason and Ari are kind of flirting. I was so uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I think Jason likes Arya, and Arya's like, I don't know how to feel about you, because you're my former friend's brother, and also I know weird shit about you, and also <laughs> I'm dating my former teacher, who is, like, a little older than you, maybe, or the same age. Like, here's my response. Arya... <laughs> Stay away from these men. <laughs> like Jason somehow seems more appropriate, but he's not. He's not. He's not. <laughs> they are equally bad. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Like I remember Jason feeling more age appropriate when I was a teenager, but I don't think I realized he was 24. I thought he was maybe 21 or 20. <laughs> I was like, Which oh, is- maybe she's like 16 and he's like like he's 19. And I was like, still weird and like not great, but like. I understand. Yeah. But then, like, I did look it up, and he's supposed to be, like, 24. Disgusting. That's disgusting. (laughs) Like, I'm almost 28, and I couldn't possibly imagine dating a 24-year-old. Who was was also an adult. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And I say this because, like, my my friend Zach and I were talking about, like, maturity level of like someone else that we know from somewhere which I'm not gonna gonna be real vague about it but we were like yeah like I was like he's 24 he should know better and Zach was like no he's 24 he's like a child he's like oh you're you're right (laughs) (laughs) like yes the life experience that I've been able to get since I was 24 makes it feel like dating a 24 year old is like dating a child Mm -hmm. Which, like, no. I understand that, like, when you're an adult, you're in, you're able to consent, whatever. But, like, this girl's still 16. No, no. Like, like wait, let me tell you something. Uh, uh, I'm 23 right now. That's yes. why we're not dating. And, no, and I was talking to this person who was 30, and I was like, you know what? We are at two different places in our life, and this is not okay. <laughs> this is not yeah. okay. This is not okay. This is not like, okay. my friend Zach, he's in his early 30s. He has a home. <laughs> he owns a home he's yeah. married and i'm like i'm 28 i'm not there yet yeah yeah <laughs> i mean different life circumstances blah, blah blah yeah but like i was like you know if i like i i understand like how different life is between your early 20s and late 20s Mm-hmm. Much much more so between your high schooler and your early twenties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> an eighteen year old dating a twenty year old is still there's a, still a lot of age like a lot of life experience difference for some of those couples. Correct. So, 
it feel it felt better when I thought like it was like 16 and 19 but like even more wrong now <laughs> I just, think that's valid because he's he is Melissa's age disgusting oh like, which, yeah honestly, means Melissa's 24 which is also crazy honestly I, I think that's fair but she was hanging around that school too much to be a 28 year old 24 year old yeah yeah, <laughs> that, like, that's my just, thing. Yes. Yes. Um. So then, anyway, uh, Jason he brought leaves. Michael. <laughs> yes. And Arya decides, you know what? I am gonna question my brother about what the hell is going on. Why is he breaking into into Jason's house? What happened at the school? And Mike is like, fine. I guess I'll just stop and I'll also return all the stuff I took from Emily's house. And she's like, you broke into Emily's house. <laughs> and, and he's, so and it was Mike like, the whole time wait wait it gets worse she's like were you also the one who broke into Spencer's house and pushed me on the floor he's like yeah, yeah I've basically broken into every house on the block <laughs> which is like son impressive we need to send you on beyond Sarah's great like or something like Jesus. <laughs> There's no like ring cameras, like or like like security systems at these houses. Mm-mm. Like it's it's impressive he's gotten away with this for as long as he has, and that it took Jason to catch him. Update Vinny ate the spider. That's nice for Vinny. Always saving my life. <laughs> but anyway yeah uh, but, then, but then like like let me tell you something um and then mike mike threats um Arya, and like this threats listen it, the first time he did it, i was like ooh, this is going to get old real quick and like honestly your threats means nothing to me anymore, michael yeah because um, at first the threat was like i'm gonna tell mom and dad that you're hanging out with your friends okay they probably know yeah <laughs> they're not stupid they really this time, are <laughs> his threat is if you tell mom and dad, you're going to break them apart again and ruin all the progress they've made, and you're going to make our whole family's life suffer even more. Which, I'm like, ooh, that hurt for Arya. That would hurt for Arya. Like, he's he's threatening to tear their family apart, like, literally. Correct. Correct. And I'm like... And Arya's like, you she's like, <laughs> She's like, fine, I won't tell mom and dad for now. But if you do it again, I will. And Mike mm-hmm. promises to never do it again. Mike's going to do it again. You think so? <laughs> How yeah. many episodes? Uh, next episode. That was later than <laughs> this episode he did it. He's like, a child. You know, <laughs> prefrontal cortex not fully developed. No. <laughs> questionable whether mine is. Yours isn't. Mine's not. Um, you are not Joseph 24. 20- Correct, correct. I am not. <laughs> and that's the thing. Jason, Melissa, Garrett, Ian, none of them are Joseph 25. <laughs> <laughs> are we supposed to believe that Ian's Listen, a mastermind that killed no, Allie? You cannot be a mastermind until you're Joseph 25. <laughs> correct. And then shortly thereafter, you lose it. <laughs> Everyone gets one week of Joseph 25. Listen, that man had a couple weeks of 25. Yeah. 
<laughs> wait, wait, pause. Nothing happened to him. Like, like he's still alive and kicking, living his best. No, 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 no. He's still alive. No, he's still no, living. Way, it's just he had a week of pure genius. Yeah, because so we got like he had like a couple weeks that he lost. I was like, they might get this wrong way. People who don't watch Big Brother. So for people who don't watch Big Brother, basically, it's like if AJ woke up on his 25th birthday, read War and Peace, wrote some groundbreaking <laughs> essay on it. And then a week later, forgot how to read again. <laughs> Am I wrong? You're not incorrect. Um, so I'm expecting that on your 25th birthday. Oh, Fact, your you, 25th you, birthday is going to be book themed. My We're issue, throw you a party at a library. Jay, I am not Joseph. Full stop. <laughs> I, I know. That's why I'm going to throw you a party at a, at a library. I will not show up. Anyway, so <laughs> we're at school. You're right, because you'd have to read the map. Um, so Hannah's talking to a disgusting man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Hannah's talking to Caleb again, and she, and Caleb basically talks mentions that his foster mother is just kind of a piece of garbage, and she treats him like crap and ignores him whenever she's not treating him like crap. Like, I'll be a book with you. I, I understand. This This is a shitty situation. I don't care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Compassion stuff here. With Caleb? 100%. <laughs> well, like, the other thing is, like, what is Hannah supposed to do about it? Like, it's Hannah. Like, 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 what is what is another teenager supposed to do except report to child protective services? Correct. And then potentially up. And Caleb says this. He's like, if you tell someone, I'm just gonna get put with another family, and they might be great or they might be worse. Yeah. Like they might be the perfect foster family, or they might like abuse me physically, sexually, emotionally. And she's like, well, shit. I guess I have to take this into my own hands. Yes. And the foster system needs to be looked at. And she like sort of walks away. And then we see uh, Caleb's foster mother mm-hmm. at school. Uh, at, um, and she, she was in a meeting, I guess, with the principal or something. And she comes up to Caleb and she's like, you made me look bad. I didn't know what, like, they asked me a whole bunch of questions and I didn't know any of the answers. And Caleb's like, well, how would you know the answers? You don't talk to me. Um... And do you want to just get through this plot point right now? Can we? Yeah. So later, <laughs> later at the school after the funeral, um, Caleb's yes. foster mother is at the school for another meeting or whatever. And Hannah confronts her in the hallway and said, and points over to her mom, who is also there. And she says, see that woman out there? And Hannah's pointing yes. at her mom. And she says the most iconic, stupid line. It was so dumb. And I laughed. I laughed. She's my mom. And she's a partner at the law firm of Dolce, Gabbana, and Leibowitz. (laughs) Now, you know Dolce and Gabbana. I know it's something that was rational. I know know it's not a law firm. (laughs) Right. It's it's a store. (laughs) And I assume that Leibowitz, like, refers to either Fran or Annie Leibowitz. Mm. Um, and Fran Leibowitz is an actor, a best-selling actor, or oh. an author, author. And Annie Leibowitz is a photographer 
um, and she is really well known for uh, taking pictures of celebrities. A couple years ago, there was a photo shoot of Miley Cyrus that went viral and for like Miley Cyrus, like opening up about like who, sh- who she feels she is post Disney and blah, blah, blah. And like Annie Leibovitz. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like all of these are like ridiculous names to put together. Like, and it was hilarious. And I'm gonna be a buck with you, right? If I was, what's this woman named Janet? Yeah. I would have been unfazed. <laughs> like, and also, like, why? Like, I'm sure, I'm certain Ashley did not hear a word that nope. Hannah was saying. But if she did, she'd be like, you, could, you couldn't have picked like Smith, Johnson, and Johnson. Correct. Yeah. Like, Dolce yeah. Gabbana and Leibowitz. It's a mess. It's, it's a full blown mess. But it works. It works. Um, Caleb ends up getting a lot of random money uh, from Janet. From Janet, yeah. yeah. All the money that she'd been keeping that was supposed to be his portion of um, what the government sends to care for foster youth. Yes. Um, and it's supposed to be put away to help for medical expenses or um, college or things like that. And she was basically just keeping it, spending it for herself. Is what we're Which like. is not okay. Which is not okay. That's like actively bad. Yeah. So yeah. that's a plot point that happens throughout the episode. Let's see. It's, wait. Give me a second. So that's a plot point that happens throughout the episode. Um, and we don't really get into it, but I have a lot of feelings about the foster system. The foster system um, is often portrayed to be a gateway to adoption. Um, where it's really supposed to be about family uni- uh, reunification, where foster system is a temporary home for a child um, and care for a child while their parent is working to better their situation, to be able to mm-hmm. potentially be reunited with their child. Um, but in shows like this, we often see the foster system used as like a gateway to adoption or just like a, a place to dump children and oftentimes in our society it's viewed that way and I just wanted to say like mm. it's really harmful to Very. treat uh foster children this way to um assume that the foster care system is only for youth who are adoptable because like it's not a roadmap for adoption many families can be reunited mm. and the obstacles that are put yes. in, in their place are honestly quite ridiculous by the foster care system and the court system as we have it. Um, and sometimes families can't be re- reunified and that's a different situation. But no. I, I do think that like the way that foster care system is talked about, especially in this show is just mm-hmm. garbage. This is also around the time that the fosters started, I think on also, uh, what's this channel? Freeform. ABC yeah, ABC Family, Freeform, whatever it is. Um, and I never watched that show, but I'm pretty sure they also probably have a really shitty portrayal of the foster system. Um, I don't think T. Austin was in it. And then yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> um, but like, I assume that it's bad because it's freeform ABC family. Maybe that'll be the next show we watch. Yeah, that'll be our next podcast. <laughs> and, and we'll be coming in on even playing fields. There we go. Yeah. Um, no, let me be sure I watch. So that way I've come up on top. Yeah. So Emily <laughs> is going to go over to her friends before English class. Um, 
and she shares she shares her information about how A probably wrote the suicide note. Correct. Um, and the other girls are pretty scared by this, except Spencer is like, "Stop!" Like, Ian killed Allie, even if he didn't kill himself. Why can't we just move on? Um, and they're like, "Well, if Ian didn't die by suicide." Mm-hmm then how do we know that anything he said was real? Because we only know that, we only believe he killed Allie because he confessed in the suicide note. So Emily decides to go back to Speed Demon Express and she questions school. I think this is after school. I wanted her to skip school. I like the idea of her skipping school. Okay, so let's say that she skips school because like, adventurous. So Emily goes back to Speed Demon Express to question Logan and he's like, listen, I'll give you all the information I have. Just, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And he was hired online for a delivery position. He doesn't know who his employer was because he only talked to the person on the phone and it was a woman. And she's like, are you sure it was a, a woman? woman? not a man. He's like, no, it was definitely a woman. I might know her voice if I hear it again, but like, I couldn't tell you anything about her. A woman. A woman. That's psychotic. So that either means that A is a woman, that A hired a woman to do the call, or Mm -hmm. A is working with a woman. Or A is a woman. Right, that was the first thing I meant to say. Uh, I joined it on the second one. (laughs) I might not have actually said it. Who knows? Uh, Who knows? So that's new information about about A, potentially. Correct. Or maybe not. You could be a red herring. Do you have any idea who this woman was? Jenna? Could be. I feel like it was confirmed. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, so at the Hastings mansion, Spencer tries to soothe things out with Melissa. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, while they're trying to have this like private one-on-one uh veronica interrupts and she's like can you help me with something and melissa is still just quiet unresponsive um, and i'm, I'm being buck with you jay especially just said it yeah just, like honestly with um veronica in the room or not veronica would have found out so should just said it like you hiding it is just like adding more chances that a has to step in and say before you get to say yeah so that's a you that's a you issue. I don't understand why. And but that's just my personal opinion. I feel like Spencer Blunt, you dropped the ball. And it, it wouldn't take long to say it either. Like, yo, I stole your wedding ring and I pawned it. There you go. You, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> there's no time because there's a there's a funeral to prepare for. Hannah's also preparing for the funeral. She puts on a red, somewhat sexy dress. I say somewhat sexy because it's like revealing for a funeral and also a 16 year old maybe, but like, it's not like- no, As soon as Ash, paused, I didn't even notice for the funeral, but as soon as Ashley said no, I'm like, yeah, no, that, that, that's not a fly, that's not gonna fly. Cause, cause Hannah asks, can I wear this to the funeral? And she looks, and her mom looks up and she's like, absolutely not. Like, um, and we learn a little bit about Ashley here. Um, she's, because Ashley's like, you, you have to be respectful. Like, you mm-hmm. might not like the man, but, you know, you still have to show a certain level of decorum. 
um I think part of it has to do with like what other people might think and part of it is like you don't want to behave in a way that you might regret later like I, I fully believe you show up there and be respectful and support your friend or your friend's family friend sister or be just don't show up like and right. I think that's also valid um and we like learned, to, to your knowledge that man tried to kill you right and we learn that when ashley's father died ashley paid for the funeral but she didn't attend mm-hmm. and she doesn't regret that so we can assume that ashley had a bad relationship with her father mm-hmm. um and you know ashley is the kind of person who like she'll do what needs to get done but she moves on and she does not regret putting herself first Correct. and i think that's consistent with her character yeah i, I agree i agree um, but I, I, I like getting back to her on uh, miss ashley i i i think like is she the first parent that we're getting like actual background info about um yes i think like it helps contextualize who she is today so i really appreciated that yes um so like like low-key like it like a little somewhat this money's why she how she asked towards hannah i'm like ah this this this, this, i get you i just need to know more about your psychology yeah but let's go to church (laughs) all right so we're at church and emily tries to tell spencer what she learned from logan and spencer first of all she looks exhausted yes and she looks she's done very upset and she's like I need to focus on my sister and my family right now. I do not have time to think about A. And, 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 and I disagreed with Spencer all episode trying to ignore A, but at this point in time, yes, this is not a time to think about A. Yeah, we don't need to do this at the funeral. Correct. And so Emily decides to go to Garrett instead, Officer Reynolds. So there's police presence at the funeral because turns out everybody, like, they're expecting people to show up basically with pitchforks. Uh, they're like, everybody hates this man and we are the ones that are burying him. This can be rough. He's made your choice. And a lot of people have shown up. A lot of people. But for Including... someone who's supposed to be doing security, like Garrett is like on his phone. He's like not paying attention. Yes. <laughs> um, And like he's distracted by Emily who like, tells him about Logan and he's like thank you for confiding in me and then like immediately he goes to call uh he goes to bribe Logan or to pay Logan off to keep him quiet and then he calls Jenna yes um and he's like it's been taken care of which means like you said we're led to believe that Jenna is the one who hired him over the phone correct which is fine yeah it's a plot point <laughs> yeah i don't know how to feel about garrett how do you feel about garrett like here's, here's my thing right like every time i see garrett like the first time every episode i see that man i'm like oh garrett's back hey and i'm like wait you kissed jenna <laughs> yeah and he's yeah, like yeah. also 24 right like he's another yeah. one he is like 24 we'll year olds going around kissing a 16 year old i i think he's not 24 i think he is Younger, I think uh, when, at least when we first met him, there was reference that they did go to school together at one point in time. But clearly, this true. man has already graduated and is no longer a minor. So, like, it, it is not okay because he's not a, a minor anymore. 
and, and, and pause and like these girls are like at what at best sophomores and i'm gonna be buck with you jay when i was in high school if you were like seeing a freshman as a senior as a senior you got stairs you got looks you were like mm, you shouldn't be doing that so <laughs> so like even so even though i think he is closer in age than um the other perpetrators of this episode of the show um i do think he is younger but like that does not excuse his actions like you are old enough to know and you're a law enforcement officer you should not be doing that yeah <laughs> like that's what gets me he's a law enforcement officer <laughs> but you know yes if i know anything about officers of the law is that they might know the rules but it doesn't yeah. mean that they follow them especially when it comes to intimate partner relationships listen it's not going good it's not okay yeah um <laughs> so spencer's mom was kind enough to like basically say like i was wrong from keeping you from your friends so like all the girls are welcome at this funeral and like they yes. basically go to support spencer yeah and to make sure that like ian's body is actually being lowered into the ground you know who else there is to support children who else would want to support children <laughs> loves being around children when maybe they shouldn't be that's right Ezra. mr fitz um and Ella's like oh my gosh you're here mr fitz and he's like yeah i'm here to support all the students at the school this is a tragedy <laughs> <laughs> um aria invited me and aria's like no. looking at him like what the fuck like not because he said she invited him but because he doesn't say like i want to fuck her mm -hmm. um and byron is like wow it's so lovely that you care so much about your former students mm. and it's just like you care too much sir yeah um and they have this conversation a little bit later, but like, I think it's worth bringing up now where Arya is like, you should have said that like, we are, I invited you as a friend. And he, Ezra's like, those are nope. your parents. I will go to jail. <laughs> like, now is not the time or the place. And she's like, Correct. it's never gonna be the perfect time or the perfect place. Correct. All I want from you is a hug. And no. like, I'll call you later. And he leaves. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. <laughs> like, I have never felt more hopeful, but also like I have no hope for this show. What? <laughs> Listen, what? What? What is, what is the thing? Uh, they will beat you down enough, so once they finally give you the payoff you wanted, you'd be like so grateful. I hope that's what it is, because quite honestly, like watching him, her be like, "I need a hug right now," and him being like, "I'll call you." Like, I know it's supposed to be heartbreaking, like, but it truly was so funny. Like, my issues is, like, not the fact that she has feelings for a teacher. Like, th like that's that he not my issue. Them and that's the them. issue. That's the issue. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's disgusting. It's not okay. <laughs> like, would I rather deal with my cat 
finding a baby fist sized spider and playing with it in my living room mm-hmm. or watch Ezra and Arya make out or flirt or be on the screen in the same frame, not even near each other. I'd rather have my cat find the spider. Yeah. (laughs) At least it was entertaining. Like, 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 these two bring me no joy. Legit none. And not only do they bring me no joy, they actually bring me disgust. Very much. Um, so the (laughs) fact that he was like, I guess I'll call you. (laughs) <laughs> like here's the thing i was a camp counselor for like 10 years yes there is a way to hug a child appropriately Correct. in a public setting private setting whatever Correct. you do the side hug you say oh i'm so sorry maybe you pat their shoulder twice yes you're in public you ask for a hug inappropriately you can still give an appropriate hug and he literally is like, I cannot control my penis around you. I'll call you later. And, and why can't you not control your penis around child? Correct. <laughs> like... So like, there's even like, even if Jackie isn't the reason that they break up, like there's just some relationship issues here. Like where like they can barely communicate as it is. So like maybe mm-hmm. we don't even need Jack. I mean, I hope Jackie or someone like gets the like him and Ezra in legal trouble. But Correct. like maybe that won't be the reason. Maybe their relationship will be over by the time that happens. Like like here's the thing, they could like separate, break up, not be together anymore. I still want repercussions for his actions. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so yes. So Arya goes over to Emily and she realizes that Jason is over I believe by Allie's gravestone. What's Jason about here? Um, that's what Emily and Arya talk about and Emily is like he creeps me the fuck out and Arya's like I think he's just dealing, he's had a hard year too. Like, like, um, like both can be like, true. Like and here's the thing well <laughs> I can be multifaceted with my emotions and feelings, and um, I can have double standards too. So I might have a double standard. I might have a difference. But like when she was just calling him a freak and stuff, I was like, oh, that's that's not right. that's not right. That's like not Emily, right. Right. you befriended Toby. Correct. Correct. Who everyone thought was a freak, not just one person. Yeah. Like, also, Jason acts like a freak. <laughs> So, like, Emily's not wrong, and, like, his sister was murdered. Yeah. And he was allegedly friendly at one point in time with Ian. Yeah. And now he believes that his former acquaintance or friend murdered his sister. Here, here's, here's, the, here's the bigger thing. He doesn't think he did it. Well, so... Arya goes over and she's like, how are you dealing with all of this? Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, weirdly enough, I feel relieved because up until now, and I haven't told anybody this, Jason says, but I'm going to tell you, Arya, up until now, I thought that maybe I killed Jason. I killed Allison. Why would you think that? The night that everything happened, the night that Allie was killed, he had the next day he woke up he had no memory he was blackout 
Now he could have been on drugs. He could have been drinking, but it also could have been, he just doesn't remember. Mm -hmm. And he knows that at times when he was younger, I guess, or like throughout his life, he's been violent when he gets jealous. Mm -hmm. And often he got jealous of Allison because of how bold and fearless she was. Yes. And he also says that maybe he should have died instead of Allison. And that's Which, pretty heavy. It, it hurt my heart. I don't want to be a book. I, I don't like the man, but it, I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Um, that, 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 that's a punch. Like being like the wrong child died that day. Like, like, you, you, like he just shows like how little self-worth he had. And I think his ashes um, being younger like the fact that he was basically inebriated his entire year or something like that or summer, it's like, damn, my, my man. And you, you were screaming for help. <laughs> yeah. And to think that like he thought that he could have possibly killed Allie. And Arya's like, you shouldn't think like that. Like, even if you could have, even though like, you know, you've been violent in the past, like you haven't killed other people in the past. Like, why hmm. would you think you killed her? And Jason shows Arya a piece of paper that he found in his pocket the day after Allie died, warning him that someone, and it says, I know what you did. Not I knew what you did last summer. It says, I know mm -hmm. what you did. Yeah. Um, and so it always made him worry that he might've been the one to harm Allison. He might've been the one to kill her. Yes. And like, it's not damning evidence because like literally someone could have put that in his jacket like four years before and he just right. happened to find it like stuff like that's happened to me where like I find a receipt and like I can go to Trader Joe's this week and like oh this is from last winter but like he's pretty certain that that note has to do with something that he did to Allison but now he knows yes. that Ian is the one that killed her and Ian's dead and so he has some relief in knowing that mm -hmm. it wasn't him. Yes. And Arya doesn't know what to say because she's like, mm, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you still might have done it, sir. <laughs> right. Like, we actually don't know who killed Allie. We also don't know who killed Ian. Um, even more than that, like, <sighs> it ain't looking good for you, bro. But she like he's been flirting with her and he's like a nice guy yeah. and also like he's had a really rough go of it. Sure. And like he genuinely seems to be like relieved to know that he didn't do it. And even if he did it as an accident, like it does seem like at the very least Jason is an A. Mm. You know what I mean? Because like yes. A seems to be like knowingly torturing people about Allison's death. Yes. And like Jason truly doesn't remember shit. Or so yes. he says. Again, that, that man is a, a wannabe lawyer. We gotta. <laughs> right. I wanna acknowledge like we have no flashbacks of this. We don't see any of this. So all we can operate on is Jason's word. Yes. And while he's been creepy, he hasn't been a liar yet. Correct. Or pretty. Or, <laughs> or little. Well, I mean. One could argue this is a much more attractive Jason. Uh, not in my books. I think goth Jason was personality attractive, but not physically attractive. Oh, fair enough. And I understand why people are physically attracted to this Jason on this show. 
besides the point where I felt bad from just a minute ago, um, <laughs> nothing, I feel nothing good about that man. <laughs> also, like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like we don't know enough about Jason, but at the same time, like, listen, I know enough. <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like there's a point where we can give benefit of the doubt. And you said it yourself, when they're trying to direct you to think a certain way, it's probably not that. And this is only episode five. I don't think they're telling us Allie killed, or Jason killed Allie. I don't believe that. I don't think I've ever believed that. Hold pause. I don't think I ever believed that this season. I'll <laughs> give you that. <laughs> um, so the funeral's over. They go home. Yeah. Ooh, it gets good. Melissa decides, you know what, mm-hmm. what Spencer did for me is really lovely. I can't believe after the way I treated her, she would offer or convince my parents to have a funeral for Ian. Yes. Maybe we should have a conversation. Like just, we should talk. And I should really? apologize for treating her the way I treated her and loving Ian so blindly that I, I, believed him when he said my sister was lying to me and I really hurt her mm-hmm. and as Spencer is about to confess back to Melissa wait for, you you skipped one very big oh thing. yeah what did I skip um she's having a girl oh yeah she also finds out she's having a girl <laughs> she's having a girl. <laughs> so baby Taylor will be a girl oh yay my <laughs> oh my god I was like, oh my God, it's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, except for the fact that Spencer's about to confess to pawning the ring. Um, yeah. And then a phone in Spencer's purse starts ringing and it turns yes. out it's Ian's phone and it's been planted in Spencer's bag by A. Yeah. And AJ, you were right. Everything that you right. predicted happens. Melissa goes ballistic. She takes the phone <laughs> from Spencer. She throws it against the wall. It shatters into a million pieces. It is clearly not a Nokia. <laughs> so like Ian's phone is maybe not recoverable like I don't probably not I mean there has to be like a sim card or something I like I believe it uh, but I don't think they're I don't think they're gonna get into it I don't because, think, yeah I don't I don't think so like I think we're supposed to believe that it's destroyed correct so like AJ, how does it feel to be right? It feels so good, honestly. Like it's something I'm used to, um, but it feels really good with the show. Because <laughs> like this show is so unpredictable. Being right about this show is like, <laughs> damn, I'm a genius. I'm on point, baby. <laughs> like uh, it felt so good, and I was like, oh my gosh, I- I'm not saying I really like Melissa this episode, but I really like Melissa this episode. Listen, that girl can scream, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 there are a few moments in the show where I'm like, I feel in my heart that, like, something has gone right. Yes. Even if it's wrong, you know? Because, like, correct, correct. didn't really do it. Yes. But, like, this and when Hannah slapped Jenna. <laughs> S-tier moments. Like, absolute, truly, truly. <laughs> like of television of cinematic history yes i agree i'm still thinking about that hannah slap on jenna i, I, I still think about it too 
Like, like that's pause, the best Jay. moment of the show, period. But this one I'm about to say Jenna. that's the Jenna thing. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the new Jenna thing. That's the uh, Hannah thing. That's the um, Hannah thing. <laughs> I do think that like when Alex, remember Alex? Yes. <laughs> when he was like looking through, like we see, we saw him like with all the notes about like all the country club people, and it was like she's pretty but a bitch and it was like <laughs> or he thinks she's too pretty or whatever I was like you know what like that's the worst thing you could say about Melissa like that's pretty good yeah <laughs> she's pretty. she is pretty she's gorgeous so good looking truly even when she's yeah. like there's a screenshot that like I accidentally copied because mm-hmm. I was like trying to copy a quote from like the list of quotes and it there was a picture yes. of her next to it and it, she's screaming and she still looks great <laughs> um so it's yeah. iconic right 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 because here's, here's here's the wild thing right so she's still gotta tell her about the ring <laughs> yeah yeah so she didn't get that out <laughs> after all of that like like oh my god <laughs> that was We're still mess. right back where we started right where we started Melissa hates Spencer. Spencer owes Melissa. Spencer hurt Melissa. We have no answers. Yeah. Well, will Spencer and Melissa ever get to a good place in their relationship? Listen, equally, equally as questionable, yes. will Ella and Byron ever have a <laughs> stable relationship? Oh, not if Mike has anything to say about it. Well, because Ella's like, you know, we used to talk in the teacher's lounge. We used to like yeah each other in passing like we work together like what i couldn't believe that he he's a killer she's like mm-hmm. and byron's like yeah me either uh it's kind of that's awkward um and it's, it's kind of awkward we let him so close to our kids and ella's like do you want some do you want a glass of wine scotch some absinthe like it, no pause i'm over here like yo everything y'all said is correct like how could y'all have known comma but you really should be looking at like who are you letting get close to your kids yeah and also what your kids are doing yeah because hello aria and ezra and then also like mike yeah like both of your children are are offense right now well (laughs) mike's about to prove them right because he's like i'm gonna go hang out with my friends and they're like all right and then they what? <laughs> and then they agree that they probably should go drink some absinthe. Like jokingly, but like also like oh you know God. that they went and they had at least a hard hard liquor drink. Yeah. Which Which like I don't blame them, but like also like Yeah. Maybe be like, listen, a local murderer who was also the field hockey coach at your school was just buried. Maybe we should have a family game night. Together, no. all four of us. <laughs> no. Or, well, you know, like some sort of like all four of us under the same roof together. Let's process this. You, you know what? Pause. NJ, I don't do this. I don't do this mess. This this is not something for me. I'd be like, yo, let's go camping. No, I don't need to be in the woods after like. I, I, I say you need to spend some quality family time, just y'all four together without the rest of the world. Listen, I agree with that, but I think given the fact that like Ian's body was found in an abandoned barn. So was Allison's. Yeah, so maybe we shouldn't be spending time out in the woods today. 
<laughs> Maybe give it like a week or so. But tonight we're going to have family dinner. We don't have to do anything together right now. But like we're all going to be in the house together. Because right now it's important that we all know where each other are. I I think there needs but instead they're like okay Mike go out with your friends whatever I would never and I said family game night because like I could see Ella being like let's do something fun together let's play Scrabble no here's like history right family game night is just asking for trouble it's just asking for things to break like I get that but like I could see Ella suggesting it as like this is wholesome who could get mad playing Scrabble let me tell you I've gotten into many fights playing Scrabble pause Jay name a board game that I haven't played that that pause name a board game that I've played and haven't got mad over well, you can't play Scrabble because you can't read. I can't think of one. Like, I, like legit, board game, card game? Like, I, if there's a game, I've gotten mad over at one point in time. Right, and like, <laughs> your kids are not getting along, so like... Correct. Yeah. And pause, are y'all getting along? It's debatable. I haven't seen enough of y'all. What is getting along? <laughs> really? <laughs> um... But- there, there is one more thing that happened. Yeah, so the girls are summoned. Uh, so Emily gets a text yes. that says, um, and it's from A, and it says, sometimes the shortest distance from plot A to plot B is the long way around. And she remembers mm-hmm. that the package she picked up for her mom had a bunch of plots in it. I don't remember mm-hmm. what exactly it was, but it makes her look at the cemetery map. Yes. And she realizes that they need to go to the cemetery. Correct. Um, so she gets the girls together. They go to the cemetery at night. Mm-hmm. Not weird at all. The parents definitely aren't asking where they're going. Um, <laughs> and they're like, why are we here? And why are we at Allie's grave? So then a projector projects foot- footage um, on a mausoleum. Mm-hmm. And it's the video of the night that Allie died, of Allie with Ian. And they thought that footage was lost forever, right? Yeah, because um, Tomboy or someone uh, liked Emily's laptop queen. Yes. But this time, on the footage, they see Allie fall to the ground. Yes. And she's supposed to be dead at that point, right? Like, when she was knocked to the ground, she's supposed to be dead. Quite a close supposed to be. But we see her get up giggling... We see yeah. Ian put on his jacket, give her a kiss, and then walk away. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> so basically, what this means is they're supposed what they're supposed to believe is that Ian could Ian wasn't the one that killed Allie because Allie didn't die then. Something yes. happened afterwards. Correct. Which means em- Emily might be right that. Ian's suicide was faked. He died somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And they start to look for a projector. They're like, was it on a grave? Was it on the ground? Was it in a tree? But we see a black hooded figure yes. walk away, projector in hand. <sighs> so they're Baby. not finding that projector. Baby. <laughs> Thoughts? Hey, just kill the girls already. Just kill them. <laughs> you think A wants the girls dead? I don't know what A wants. <laughs> you think A knows what A wants? 
Good question. Good point. Good point. Because maybe A thought, oh, if Ian's dead, that's what I want. And then once Ian was dead, A was like, actually, that was not satisfying. <laughs> oh, bless it. Yeah. That's I, our episode, I, I, AJ. We made it. We survived. Unlike Ian. Yeah. So I have a couple questions for you. I got at least two answers. At least two. Okay. We're gonna start with who is A? Um, Garrett and his crew. Garrett and his crew. So that's Garrett, Jenna, and a third unknown person. <laughs> okay. That is currently staying with Jason. <laughs> so we're still on the someone's in Jason's house. Like you can't just show me that someone's in the house and not follow up on it. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Unless we're supposed to believe that that was Mike. Hmm. Maybe. Was he hanging out with Nocon? Listen, I feel like Noel is the kind of guy who would hang out with like the the pothead that graduated a few years before him. Fair. Fair enough. <laughs> who knows? We haven't seen Noel in a while. I, I, I feel like he just does not care enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, if we saw Noel more, I would want to believe he was part of the A crew. Hmm. Like just, just be a part of some fun. Yeah. A little spicy. No, listen, he's living his best life with Mona. We have to let it be. Yeah, let them have their honeymoon phase. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> Lord knows he and Melissa didn't get one. <laughs> What's your next question? <laughs> All right. Who killed Ian? Ooh. Um, Officer Garrett. Okay. Yeah. I, so part I think of the A off- team. Yes, 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 yes. Not the A team. Not the A team, but I think uh, this A team. He, he is the one who uh, is the reason why Ian is currently dead. Like, but and by the A team, I mean like, like the group of people I said is A. No, no, no. I was making a joke about like the group, the A team, not really. Oh, oh, uh, the actual A team. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to be funny and I was like, AJ's going to get this joke and then... Nope. So you don't think he killed Ian as part of like being A? You think it was just like unrelated to being A, I'm going to kill you? No, I think it's related to him being A. Oh, okay. I just wanted to sort that out. Yes, yes, yes. I think it's related to being A. Who killed Allie? The person who's staying in Jason's home. Ooh. Yes. Are... Who's the main? And wait, pause, pause, pause. Not only is that person who killed um Allison, that's also the person who put the note inside of Jason's pocket. Mm, and Jason doesn't know this yet. Obviously, doesn't he? Does not. <laughs> like, do you think the A team are like all equals, or is there like a head of the A team? I, I would say there's a head of the A team. Who is it? Well, is pause, or at least Garrett is on the bottom. do you think that's gonna like play out we're gonna get some ramifications like i say i think um if the 18 falls garrett's the first one to fall interesting yes okay so we have the a team named we have who killed ian we have who killed ally uh do you have a favorite a text from this episode and do you want me to refresh you (laughs) Yes. No, I don't need one. I, my favorite is uh, yo, 
Do you think your mom would hug you <laughs> if she knew the truth? Would mommy hug a thief? Tell the truth. Yes. Depends, or you'll get that ring when you least expect it. Yeah, that's a good one. That was a, that's a good one. I'm telling you, AJ, you would love Gossip Girl. <laughs> like, every Gossip Girl message is like this. Oh, my goodness. And it ends with XOXO, Gossip Girl. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> like, Gossip Girl comes for you with a knife. And, like, Ooh. A, like, sometimes does not. Sometimes A misses. Sometimes it's a flat. Like, Sometimes A is just trying to be funny, and it's like, like You're Gossip Girl doesn't gloat mm-hmm. just to gloat. If Gossip Girl's gloating, it's because like it's deserved. Ooh. So, I'm just saying. Okay. I would say your next podcast, but one already exists. Um. So AJ. Yes. The next episode is season two, episode six, and it is titled. Never letting go. Never let go, Jack. Who's never letting go? Um, Caleb, for some gosh darn reason. I just want him to be gone. <laughs> so the show is holding on to Caleb. Why are they holding on to him? Like, honestly, you could have wrote him out. It would have been fine. Pause. Y'all wrote out Maya, but kept this guy. Get out and of they here. basically wrote out Mona. Get out of here. <laughs> um. Yeah, so... <laughs> Why is Caleb not letting go? And who else? What does never letting go mean? Um. Okay, but let me think of a serious answer. Uh, what does never letting go mean? Ooh, pause. Um. A is not letting them go. If that True. makes sense. I think uh, A might actually turn up a little bit this episode. Episodes, and I think uh. This is the beginning, only the beginning of what bad things are coming, especially towards uh, Spencer, Emily, and Arya. Interesting. Yes, I think those three are going to get the brunt of it. I think Hannah gets passed. No <laughs> time, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it's not a good sign. Uh, Ooh, ooh, what if there's like some like unresolved feelings between um Everett and uh Jackie? Ezra? Ezra and Jackie. <laughs> so Jackie's never letting go of Ezra or No, Ezra's not letting go of Jackie. Cause he was like, Yeah, um I remember him being like, Yeah, I wasn't hundred percent um over her when we first met, but now I am. And what if he's not? Ooh. Mm. Well, I hope that's the case. <laughs> there might be hope for that man after all yes hope for him to I still want him to Joe. <laughs> we're on the same wavelength we are listen there. when it comes to pedophiles there's only one wavelength to be on <laughs> send him to jail baby send him to jail castrate that man <laughs> I'm excited I'm alright yeah so AJ Yes. Tell the people what have you been up to? Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at the Kid Norris. That's where I promote anything I'm doing. This past week I was on. We'll pause whenever this is released. When I'm recording this, <laughs> this past week I was on a roll call with the great Grace Leader, Matt Scott, Sasha Joseph, Rob Sestanino. Ooh, big Dan Jenny there. And, and we played Clue. 
Uh, As seen in Pretty Little Liars. I mentioned, like, yo, there's a lot of clue references in Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. So, you know. Nice, nice. Go, go, see, go see how well or poorly I did. I did one of those two. <laughs> if anyone is good at, like, murder mystery games, I think AJ takes the cake. He's a great detective. When he wants to be. <laughs> and when he wants to cause chaos, he causes chaos. Like, I am versatile. <laughs> Uh, I might I might be causing chaos in a few minutes. <laughs> Ooh, I know, uh, I know where. And uh, also, I was um, on the great on the Naomi movies with the great Naomi and Felipe, and I guess we talked about Monster House. <laughs> yes, and if you haven't gone on Instagram to Brazilian Dragon Podcast and seen the promo pic, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, if you're you, listening babe? to this podcast and you've gotten this far, then you know that you can leave us a five-star rating and review, Brian Scally. Um, <laughs> Call that man out. So please do that, and we will be your friend. Not only that, but we might read it on this podcast. Um, we also would read any feedback that you send our way at mm-hmm. the appropriate time. Um, mm-hmm. So if you send something to us about season five, AJ won't read it. I will. Send us something about uh, never letting Pause. go. But we will I will read hear it about week. it in season five. Yes, we'll read about it in season five, but not, but AJ won't know it right now. So it's okay. So yes. send us all your theories from any point in the series, even stuff we've already covered. Our email is two secrets pod. That's the number two secret pod at gmail.com. It's also in the show notes. You can find me on Twitter at jmonji underscore, where I will be tweeting absolute nonsense and also reminding people to vote. Um, please uh, wait, pause. So by please, the time this goes out, the election's over. By the time this goes out, the election's over, but like also make sure that you're registered to vote and vote in local elections whenever they happen near you. Please. <laughs> make your voice heard. Are important. Uh, you know what our political stances are on several subjects at this point in time. We've covered abortion Especially on this Jay. show. We've covered <laughs> cops on this show. We've covered healthcare on this show. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> You don't know everything, but you you know enough. Um, so yeah, that is all Marlene I King wrote. <laughs> um, <laughs> on that note, I look forward to talking with you, AJ, sometime soon and yes. hearing from all of our lovely listeners even sooner. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Got a secret, can you keep it? Swear this one you save Better lock it in your pocket Taking this one to the grave If I show you that I know